the topic that the lord has led me for today is understanding the deceiver understanding the deceiver can we turn to john chapter 8 verse 42 john chapter 8 verse 42 to understand what jesus is really saying and who is really speaking to we need to understand john 8 22 is speaking to the jews and so in john 8:41 then they said to him we were not born of fornication we have one father god and then jesus answers them in verse 42 jesus said to them if god were your father you would love me for i proceeded forth and came forth from god nor have i come of myself but he sent me why do you not understand my speech because you are not able to listen to my word look at that question very carefully there you have the problem with modern christianity listen and look carefully if god were your father you would love me for i proceeded forth and came forth from god nor have i come of myself but he sent me why do you not understand my speech because you are not able to listen to my word we can't hear the word of god there is a hearing problem with modern day christians and i'm sorry to say that there might be a hearing problem amongst us a hearing problem why are you not able to understand my speech because you are not able to listen to my word we might read scripture and not understand it why because you are not listening to him why are we not listening to him we try to listen to him listen to what he says you are not able there's something in us that sometimes prevents us from listening to the word of god verse 44 you are of your father the devil and the desires of your father you want to do that strong language people don't like strong language nowadays when anybody uses strong language people get hurt they make a human rights case they file a suit they don't like strong language but look at the language jesus uses crystal clear no hidden agenda no nothing hidden just directly crystal clear truth you are of your father the devil and the desires of your father you want to do if we need to understand the deceiver satan we must understand one very important quality of satan and this is what jesus is going to put out there one or two very important qualities of who the deceiver is 
the reason we cannot understand the speech of the lord the reason we cannot hear the lord the reason sometimes we do not have an ability to hear the lord is because of this guy called the deceiver there was a preacher who once said satan is best he's an expert at one thing and that is the thing that fears that fears me the most he said there's one thing is an expert at and you know what that is bluff he loves to bluff he can bluff like nobody's business we need the lord we need to be seeking the lord so he says you are of your father the devil he tells the jews he says you are of your father the devil why does he tell the jews you are of your father the devil these were his special people and yet he turns to them and says you are of your father the devil come on that's harsh language what does it mean that they are of the father the devil that they consider the devil as their father is that it no the jews never worshiped the devil they worshiped god they had the temple the temple the temple if you saw the movie fiddler on the roof they would say tradition 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 <laughs> and the song would just go on right because they followed tradition they followed the rituals they followed the ceremonies on the day of yom kippur everybody would be there asking for atonement asking for mercy they would follow the sacrifices that had to be offered they would do what had to be done they looked to god as their father but yet jesus says you are of your father the devil and the desires of your father you want to do think about that think about that you are of your father the devil and the desires of your father you want to do what is the meaning of that what is the meaning of that you are of your father the devil and the desires of your father you want to do here are the jews following the commands of moses doing what the Mo- what the law of moses said and told them to do and yet jesus is saying you are of your father the devil they never worshiped satan they never looked to worship satan and yet jesus is saying you are of your father the devil why why let's let's take a practical example say for example benisia beni says i want to go to panjim he prepares his bag he prepares his bike he puts fuel on the bike enough to go to panjim and come back from uh, from say say is in margao and he wants to go from margao to panjim he prepares his bag he prepares his bike he prepares everything ready enough all set to go to panjim and come he checks the time he makes sure he leaves on time to to reach his appointment in panjim fine he starts the bike he says i'm going to panjim and and he's really serious he's seriously going to panjim and here is sandra looking at benny and saying you are going to vasco why are you going to vasco he says i'm not going to vasco no panjim i am going to panjim or maybe she says you're going to kankon why are you going to kankon she says no i'm going to panjim what does it mean no 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 
she's serious, he's serious. What's the problem? He's sincere, she, he, she's sincere, he's sincere. What's the problem? What's the problem? Somebody has tricked Penny. Or somebody has tricked Sandra. Yes or no? Yes? Somebody has tricked Benny into believing that this is the way to Panjim. Somebody has tricked Sa or somebody has tricked Sandra to say that this is the way to Kankon. Yes? One of the two has happened. So here were the Jews following all the rituals and ceremonies and Jesus comes up to them. Does Jesus ever lie? Did Jesus ever lie in scripture? He never lied. So here they are going to all the ceremonies. They celebrate the Passover. They do this. They do that. And yet Jesus looks at them and says, You belong to your father, the devil and the desires of your father you want to do. Why? Translated, same example. Now apply here. They thought they were what? Following God, but were inadvertently following Satan, right? What does that mean? It means that the Jews were deceived. Do you understand? The Jews were deceived. Let me tell you something. I've got news for you. If the Jews could be deceived, you and I can also be deceived. If the Jews could be deceived, you and I can also be deceived. Next. He was a murderer from the beginning. We get the first quality of Satan there. He was a murderer from the beginning. Satan, the deceiver, is first of all who? A murderer. <laughs> Get that straight. He wants your life. Nothing less. His main mission is he wants you dead. And he will go to any lengths. And he knows that it's not just not the body dead. He will try to get the body dead. But he will also try to get your soul away from the Lord. Thank God Jesus said, no one can snatch them out of my hand. Amen? No one can snatch them out of my hand, he said. But if we in our foolishness get deceived, I hope it does not happen on the last day. But Jesus looks at you and me and says, you belong to your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you have wanted to do. We've got to be careful about deception because Satan is a murderer. That's the first quality that Jesus speaks to us about. If we've got to fight the enemy, we've got to know our enemy. And Jesus teaches us who our enemy is. He says, he is a murderer. Right? He's a murderer from the beginning. <laughs> He is a murderer from the beginning. What happened in the beginning? Adam and Eve were there. God told Adam, listen, don't have, have anything, but don't have of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. That's the one tree you can't have any fruit from. Who was supposed to tell Eve this? Adam was supposed to tell Eve this. God told Adam, not Eve. God told Adam. Adam was supposed to convey these instructions to Eve. He conveyed. He probably didn't convey properly. That's his problem. But Eve got deceived. How did he get deceived? How did she get deceived? The serpent told Eve, 
you will not die, but you will become like gods. He made her believe that. But we know that Adam and Eve were dead in their spirit and eventually they died in their old age. You see? Satan committed the first murder and it was not Abel. It was Adam and Eve. He destroyed them. You see? This is the problem. Satan is a murderer from the beginning. Next. And he does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Satan does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Satan cannot stand in the truth. <laughs> he cannot stand in the truth. Satan cannot stand in the truth. He cannot stand the truth. Why? Because there is no truth in him. Can he stand the truth? So when you try and try and declare the truth to Satan, can Satan stand there? He has to go away. Do you understand? If you declare the truth to Satan in your life, Satan cannot stand there. He has to. What about the people who flee and go away when we speak the truth? Who do they belong to? Do you understand the problem? When Jesus said you are of the devil and his desires you want to do. When we cannot stand the truth, we are behaving like the children of the devil. When we cannot stand the truth, we are behaving like the children of the devil. That's why I believe that it's very, very important that we cannot have Christians in today's world that are oversensitive. We have to have Christians who are boldly willing to face the truth about their lives. However much it may hurt. Because Satan cannot stand the truth. By not standing the truth ourselves, we will behave like the children of the devil. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources. For he is a liar and the father of it. Do you understand what that means? That means when Satan speaks a lie, it's not a skill. It's his natural style. It comes naturally. To Satan, lying is a natural thing. So he's a murderer. He can't stand the truth. Because he can't stand the truth, lying is a natural thing. He loves to lie. Look at that. And he is the father of it. He speaks from his own resources. It comes completely natural to him. He loves to lie. He loves to disillusion. 
He loves to make you believe things which are not true. What's a lie? What is truth? Can somebody tell me? What's the meaning of truth? When would you say something is true? Truth is fact, right? Yes or no? Yes. So, the fact that this coin is there is what? Truth or lies? You sure? What coin are you talking about? That's what Satan does. He brings the truth and he makes you believe that there's nothing and then cheats you. In reality, the truth is always there. He tries to disprove the truth to you. He tries to disprove the truth to you. He tries to show you that's the truth. But suddenly it makes you believe, oh, what truth are you talking about? God can do impossible things. What? Can't you see a situation? What can he do? He can't do anything. Do you understand? Lies is his style. He loves to lie. He loves to lie. It comes naturally to him. So Satan is a murderer. Satan is also what? A liar. Next, verse 45. But because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. So do you understand why Jesus calls the Jews the children of the devil? <laughs> he calls them because they can't stand the truth. They can't stand the truth. They will not accept the truth. They hate the truth. So he calls them the children of the devil. Do you hate the truth? Or do you have a love for the truth? Satan is out to deceive. What's his mission? Murder. What's his style? Lies. What's his weapon? Lies. Do you understand? That's the mission of Satan. Lies. He will plant lies in your head that you will not even imagine. He will flatter you with lies. He will make you hear things, listen things that are not even there. He will scare the daylights out of you. He loves to freak you out. He will tell you of ghost stories and make you believe the presence of something which is not even there. Lies is Satan's style. He will tell you things that don't make sense to you later on once you know the truth. Think about all the idolatry that we've done in the past. Think about it. How much Satan really, really, really deceived us? Yes or no? How much Satan really deceived us? We need to understand and admit to ourselves that we were deceived. We were deceived. We were fooled by Satan. We were lied to by Satan. We were deceived. And quite often people might have tried to tell us the truth, but we could not stand the truth. We were almost behaving like children of the devil back then. We were deceived.
If you turn to 2 Peter 1 to 3. 2 Peter chapter 2 verses 1 to 3. But there were also false prophets among the people, even as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who brought them, and bring on themselves sweet, swift destruction. And many will follow their destructive ways, because of whom the way of the truth will be blasphemed. By covetousness, they will exploit you with deceptive words. That's the key there. Deceptive words. For a long time their judgment has not been idle. And their destruction does not slumber. Do you understand what this means? He says there will be false prophets. There will be false teachers. They will bring in destructive heresies. Do you want to know how this has come in? You want a classic example? Look at the Roman Catholic Church. How secretly false prophets and teachers came in. But there were also false teachers among the people. Even as there will be false teachers among you, they will bring in destructive heresies. They will openly bring in destructive heresies, correct? That's what it says there. They will openly bring in destructive heresies. Ah, they will secretly bring in destructive heresies, not openly. Secretly try and plant truths in your ears. Secretly. Very secretly. I remember the story of a, of a detective. This detective was on one of the last cases of his life. And he, want, he wanted to catch a number one serial killer. But the problem is he never had evidence. Because this serial killer never killed. This serial killer would come to somebody, speak to them some things about somebody else, and provoke them to such an extent that they would kill that person. And then would go to somebody else and provoke them to such an extent that they would kill somebody else. But the real mastermind was this serial killer. So the detective goes on a quest to get and apprehend the serial killer. You see, that's how Satan works. He won't come and show you his Satan coming into your life. He will come secretly. His secrecy is something that you cannot understand. You need the power of God to fight this deception. You need the power of God to fight it. Look at what's going to happen in a few days on 13th October. They're going to celebrate 100 years of this apparition at Fatima. 100 years of lies. 100 years of lies. 100 years. It's not a laughing matter. For 100 years, do you understand? 1 billion people have been held hostage to lies. That that lady that appeared in that village was Mary. For hundred years. 
But praise God that the truth is being revealed in our days. Amen. Praise God that the truth is being revealed in our days. This is the craftiness of Satan. This is the secret destructive heresies. See, Peter is talking about it 2000 years back, man. Why should we suppose that it's not going to happen in our days? <laughs> 2000 years back. Peter was already saying destructive heresies. Secretly bring in destructive heresies. Even denying the Lord who bought them. Bought them. The Lord Jesus bought us. Even denying the Lord who bought them. And bringing on themselves swift destruction. Look at the next verse. And many will follow their destructive ways. Many will follow their destructive ways. My dear brothers and sisters, this is not a laughing matter. Many will follow their destructive ways. That's how Satan works. Lies. His mission is what? Murder. 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 How does he come in? Lies. How does he bring in lies? Secretly through destructive heresies. Heresies are anything that is perverting the truth. So, the truth is Michael is a guitar player, for example. Okay? Michael is a guitar player. But the heresy is Michael does not know to play the guitar. Or Michael knows to play only the tabla. You see, that's a heresy. The truth is he knows to play only the guitar. But the heresy is that he plays the tabla. Do you understand? It's a perversion. It's a diversion from the truth. It seems, but Michael's a musician only know whether he plays guitar or tabla. Musician only know. No, 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 no. There's a big difference. There's a big difference. It seems little, but it's not, in li it's not little. It's a big diversion from, from the truth. And kind of perversion that is destructive. Destructive heresies. And there are many that will follow their destructive ways. Because of whom the, the way of the truth will be blasphemed. Don't we see the way of the truth being blasphemed today? Don't we see Christianity being blasphemed because of this nonsense? Don't we see it? Today when you go to any Hindu in Goa and say Christianity, they think Mary's statue, procession, candles, cross. They don't think no idolatry. When you go to say to anybody across the country Christianity, they don't see flee from idolatry. They don't see Jesus settled it for me. They don't see adult baptism. They see Mary, candles, cross, Pope. That's what they see. Isn't the way of the truth being blasphemed today? He's talking about our times. As though that's not enough, turn to 2 Corinthians. Two Corinthians chapter eleven. Verse two. Sorry, verse three. 
verse 3 but i fear lest somehow as the serpent deceived eve by his craftiness so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in christ as the serpent deceived eve in craftiness my fear paul says to the corinthians is that you may go away from the simplicity that is in christ don't we see this in the roman catholic church don't we see this the simplicity of christ is in this gospel in this bible what do we see in the roman catholic church books and books of canon law <laughs> of theology of philosophy but do you know what's my fear my fear is are we seeing it in our church that's my fear are we seeing it in our church are we in something that each one of us has to check individually are we moving away from the simplicity that is in Christ are we moving away to another jesus check check look at verse 4 for if he who comes preaches another jesus whom we have not preached or if you have received if you receive a different spirit which you have not received or a different gospel which you have not accepted you may well put up with it he says who knows he says my fear is that if somebody preaches another jesus to you or bring another spirit other than the holy spirit to you or bring another gospel rather than what has been preached to you you might you might just accept it that's my fear too are we moving away from the simplicity of the gospel from the simple clear crystal clear truth of the gospel satan is crafty you know what craftiness means is very smart very very shrewd his craftiness is very shrewd i like to see the current affairs and you see the craftiness of satan in the world today you see the craftiness of satan what's the biggest threat to christianity today the biggest threat in the western world the biggest threat against which every country is 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 making sure that their army their defenses are proper against whom terrorism right what terrorism very specific it's islamic terrorism but you know in reality what's the biggest threat you want to even believe it it's hinduism or rather i'd rather put it this way it's roman catholic hinduism that's the biggest threat it's entering very subtly 
Very subtly people are being taken away from worshipping God. Very subtly focus is coming more on science and advancements in technology rather than God. Very subtly. Very subtly. Just the other day a seven or eight, six year old boy just said, I, I spoke about comets and suddenly he said, so uh, just like millions of years ago, the dinosaurs were wiped off. You know, at such a small level, subtle lies are being put under their heads that the truths may be rejected. The craftiness of Satan. He tries to show, he tries to fire crackers. Just crackers here and there, here and there, here and there. And everyone says, oh, there's the devil, there's the devil, there's the devil, there's the devil. But the snake is at the back. He comes in in the dark of the night. When nothing is visible, when you feel everything's okay, he's already entered inside. And the biggest threat is not a ghost. The biggest threat is he's made you believe a lie. That's the problem. He tries to freak you out by trying to show you evil manifest. Just like crackers. Boom, 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 boom. And everyone's focusing on that. Here, Satan's entered your mind and made you believe lies that are not even true. 2 Timothy 2.26 See what he says That they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil That they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil Having been taken captive by him to do his will That's how Satan deceives He makes a snare What's a snare? To put it very bluntly A snare is giving a reward so that I can capture you Giving a reward so that I can capture you. Right? Like for example, you know very famous snare? Exodus chapter 7, 11 and 12. There's a reason why I'm talking about all of this. I'm getting to it. Just bear with me. Exodus chapter 7, verses 11 and 12. Exodus chapter 11, chapter 7 verses 11 and 12. But Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers. So the magicians of Egypt, they also did in the like manner with their enchantments. For every man threw down his rod and they became serpents. With their enchantments. What is the meaning of enchantments? Enchantments means chanting. It comes from the word to chant. To keep chanting. <laughs> they tell us, what are you talking? Don't you see the miracles happening at Lourdes? Don't you see the miracles happening at Porta? Don't you see the miracles happening at Fatima? Don't you see the miracles happening in these places? Look at the miracles that took place at the hand of the magicians. Through their what? Chanting. Their enchantments. So the next thing the deceiver Satan is famous for is counterfeit. 
he loves to counterfeit he will try to take the truth and counterfeit it i want to take it to another verse before we close revelations 12 before we really close looking at why satan i mean what kind of a deceiver satan is revelations chapter 12 verses 9 to 12 just was just was just was 9 is enough so the great dragon was cast out that serpent of old called the devil and satan who i want you to say this with me who who's the whole world That's why in John 17 when Jesus says a prayer he says they are of the world but I pray that they be protected from the evil one because the whole world is being deceived by satan the whole world are you going to believe the world are you going to believe the news Are you going to believe how one nation is against another on the news? Do you know the truths? The whole world is deceived by Satan. The whole world. We've got to be in the truth. What's the way we can protect ourselves then from the deception of Satan? Satan is planning, plotting, making snares ready, making traps ready, getting lies ready. What's the way in which we can protect ourselves from deception and from death and from murder? What can we do? The answer I found today was from Daniel chapter 6. I I wouldn't imagine finding it there. But there it is. Daniel chapter 6. So you know, the king Darius had set up had set up many governors and rulers and leaders. And most of these people most of these people were against Daniel. And they could not find any fault in Daniel. They could not find any lie in Daniel. They could not find any mistake of his. They could not find anything. So they told the king they came up with a plan. They said um if let me go there was six so these go- governors and satraps thronged before the king and said thus to him King Darius live forever all the governors of the kingdom and administrators and satraps the counselors and advisers have consulted together to establish a royal statute statute and to make a firm decree whoever petitions any god or man for 30 days except you o king shall be cast into the den of lions accept this decree and sign in writing and sign the writing so that it cannot be changed according to the law of medes and persians which does not alter the law of the persians was this that if a king passed a law and signed it 
That was a law. No other king could change it. No other king could change that law. Upon death, no other king could change that law. It had to remain fixed for the rest of it for, for the rest of the kingdom. Only the king could do something about it. No, it could even the king could not do something about it. I'm sorry. Even the king could not do something about it. It remained fixed. So you know what trick they came up with? Look at the lies. Look at the cunning. They said, they didn't point to Daniel. They didn't point fingers at Daniel. Because Daniel worshipped only God. Right? Daniel worshipped only God. They didn't point fingers to Daniel. Darius was not a Jew. Darius did not follow the true God. But Daniel worshipped only God. What happened? They came to the king and said, listen. If anybody, for the next 30 days, if they go to worship or petition or pray to any other God, Throw them in the den of lions. Only they can petition you. Only they can pray to you. Only they can ask you for things. Not any other God. For 30 days. Not a difficult thing, right? Not a difficult thing at all. Darius was not even thinking. Darius loved Daniel. He liked him. He was one of his chosen men. He liked him. He didn't even think that they were trying to put Daniel in trouble. So he signed it. He got happy. He was deceived and he signed it. I want you to look at what Daniel does in verse 10. Look at Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. Daniel was an intelligent man. He knew what these people were going to do. He knew that they were trying to set him up. Look at what he does in verse 10. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home. Look at this. And in his upper room, with the windows open towards Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed. And what did he do? Gave thanks for before his God. Look at the next, look at the condemnation. As was his custom since early days. What was the custom of Daniel? To give thanks to God. To give thanks to God. You know what? You know what happens? Daniel goes into the lion's den, but comes out without a scratch. Comes out without a scratch. Daniel grows up to be old and dies an old man. You know how? What's the secret? How did he stop? How did he protect himself from the deception and craftiness of Satan? What is the one thing that he did to protect himself from the craftiness of Satan? He gave thanks to God. He gave thanks to God. That's the one thing that he did to protect himself from the deception of Satan. One thing. Do you want to protect yourself from the deception of Satan? Do you want to be free from the deception of Satan? Do you or not? Give thanks. Give thanks. Look at 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. You're going through difficult situations? Not a problem. No matter what you're going through, give thanks. Give thanks. Do you understand? 
in everything give thanks he says not in some things in everything give thanks and i know many of you all are going to listen to it and go back and go back to your old ways without giving thanks open up your eyes please give thanks to the lord ephesians 5:20 also reiterates the same thing giving thanks always for all things to god the father in the name of our lord jesus can you say that together giving thanks whenever things are good right giving thanks when there are good days always giving thanks always for say say it's difficult for all things to god the father in the name of our lord jesus christ give thanks to god give thanks to god give thanks to god there's a lot of other weapons that we have but i have come to understand that gratefulness to god is the key we have got to be humble do you know the key to humility being thankful to god the key to protection from satan being thankful to god the key to being to to being protected from the wiles of satan from the attacks of satan being thankful to god the key to protect yourself from being deceived being thankful to god the key for you not to be thrown into the lions den being thankful to god how thankful are you and i towards god how thankful are we do we understand the state of affairs we were in how thankful are we towards god how thankful today let's make a firm decision today let's make a firm decision to be thankful towards god Let's close our eyes. Father, we thank and praise you, Lord, for revealing your truths to us, Lord. Without you, we are nothing, Lord. But we repent, Lord, for the times that we have not thanked you, Lord. for the times that we've looked at our situations lord and said what do i have to thank god for what do i have in my life to be thankful i repent lord and make a firm decision to approach you with a thankful heart to thank you always in everything to give you thanks in jesus name we pray amen